down here. I see you hear me. What's happening? I do hear me. Um, all right, everybody, it's obvious that we're having technical difficulties. Um, if you all can hear me, um, I'm going to hang up and see if I can call back into the show. Oh, something's going on. Uh, you all can hear me, but I can't hear you guys. I'm going to try and call back. Sorry about that, everybody. Okay, everybody. I don't know if this works. Uh, you guys in the chat, can you guys hear me now? Hey, guys. Can you hear me? Well, I can hear I. David, do you hear us? Let's see. I don't know. This is this has been frustrating. Um, I know. It's yeah. Blog talk um, has problems sometimes. Let's see. Well, I'm not sure. I'm I'm assuming if I can hear you and you can hear me, that we can hear people. So I think we should just go ahead and pick up some calls. What do you think? Okay. Let's do it. Okay, here we go. Um, so for all you people out there who are listening um, and are waiting to talk to Laura on the air, what you're going to do is um, tell us what your name is, your animal's name is, what your animal looks like, a brief description of them, like how old, what kind of breed, and all that sort of info, and just go right into it. So no, hi, how are you? Just go into my name is blah, blah, blah. My dog or cat's name is blah, blah, blah. And this is what they look like. And I'm going to shout out the last four digits of your phone number. So our first caller is, let's see here, 7630. 7630, you are on the air. Go ahead. Hello, I am Suzanne, and my domestic short hair female cat's name is Sassy, and she's 12. Oh, and what does she look like? She is a great, she looks exactly like a Russian blue. She's got green eyes oh, and nice. green fur. Oh, I see her actually. You posted her on Facebook. I did. She's gorgeous. Okay. Yeah. So is there anything, what exactly do you want me to ask her? You wanted to, you wrote here, is there anything I can do for her? She so. is exceedingly anxious. So I'd like to know if there's anything I can do to facilitate her calming down. Okay. okay. I adopted great. her from Let's a shelter two years ago, so she's just a young. I'm, I've only had her two years, but she's got a long history. <laughs> so okay. I don't know if there's I can facilitate. Okay. Let's get her and see what she has to say. Sassy. Oh, she says she's been waiting to talk. Yeah, Sassy, you and a million others. Sorry <laughs> for the problem. <laughs> Did you know you were going to get on today, Sassy? You said she knew because she could feel it. Your mom says that you've been a little bit anxious lately. Have you been feeling anxious? She says sometimes her joints hurt. 
Sometimes when she's walking, she feels really stiff. And she said she's curious about the way wind hits her ears. Does she go outside or is she inside only? Inside only. So what do you mean, Patsy, when you say wind hits your ears? What does that feel like? Because you're not really around the wind. So what does that, what do you mean? It feels like there's an echo inside my head. Have you always had that feeling? As long as I can remember. Hmm. Does she look sick to you? Does she look sick to me? No, stiff, stiff. Um, a little bit, a little bit. Hmm. I wonder if she needs to be adjusted by a chiropractor. You might have heard me say that before, but um, for other animals, because it's something that I believe strongly in. But it's the it's interesting that she would feel that. Usually, you have that. Like if you have allergies, you could feel like that wind sort of in your ears, kind of feeling. So it could be like a food allergy. You know, she was eating something that wasn't good for her. Um, like a lot of corn or a lot of wheat. So I would check her food for corn and wheat because that could also make your body a little bit stiff feeling. Um, Or if she has some arthritis or if she's just um, stiff because she's out of alignment. If she's out in her neck, it could make her feel stiff in her body and could also give her that sensation of feeling clogged in the ears and the nose. And that's why she's so anxious? Yeah. And and it's very possible it's a food allergy. What do you feed her? Uh, I actually feed her two dry grain freeze that I mix together. Oh, um, that's and, good. What are the brands? Um, Candidate and um, Instinct. Mm, yeah, those are good foods. Um, I also give her fancy beast. About, mm, could be the fancy beast. Okay. Definitely could be the fancy beast. Um, it also be, could be like if it was like a food allergy, it could be like a chicken or something because a lot of animals are allergic to chicken. Um okay. She says it's more than that because her butt kind of hurts sometimes. Sometimes even when I wag my tail, it hurts. So I would try uh, experimenting with the food a little bit, getting her off the fancy feast and maybe off the chicken and also getting her to a chiropractor. And you might see a big difference. Okay. Because it doesn't seem emotional to me. It seems physical. Okay. Okay. Well, keep us posted. All right. Yeah. All right. Thanks for calling calling. All right. I think it's working. Oh, my goodness. Thank goodness. I was getting anxiety a little bit before. (laughs) I know. Like, what is happening? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so let's see here. Um, Okay. Uh, So today we have a very special guest. We have Paula from, uh, she is a volunteer at the L.A. City Shelters. And we're going to be talking with her and her work that she does, um, as well as Zoe, who is our guest, a Staffordshire Terrier. So I will ask Paula more about this. Paula, you are on. Tell us a little bit about um, the work that you do and the volunteer work you do at the L.A. City Shelter. Um, so basically I, I go there and I, I work with the animals, I socialize them, I walk them and I do photos and videos and try to network them. And, uh, if it needs to be, we, we also cling, <laughs> we cling. I mainly work with dogs. Sometimes I work with mm-hmm. cats 
and um, and and we try to make their lives as best as possible while they're at the shelter, and try to find them a home or a good rescue to take and find their forever home for them. Wow. And you've been working at these shelters as a volunteer for how long? For six years. Wow. So for a while now. And do you? So you, when you say networking, what is that? Exactly. Um, usually, I, I do it by email. I, I take photos mm-hmm. of the animals. I, I take videos of them to try to showcase their, you know, individuality. And I send mm-hmm. them out to um, different contacts I have who have contacts mm-hmm. at the rescues. And, and it's kind of one of those things that just mm-hmm. go on and on like a ripple effect, and that people pass it on to people. Sometimes I also network on Facebook, but not as often. I see. So it's so, yeah, kind of so, a liaison almost between like the shelter and a lot of the rescue groups and things like that. Correct. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. Great. So tell us a little bit about Zoe. Zoe is a sweet, sweet, sweet girl. Actually, we think she's a staffy and lab mix because, you know, we kind of look at her face and, and her love of water. Um, she is a very, very sweet girl. She is great with people. Um, not particularly fond of other dogs. She's just, I think she's scared of them. And uh, she's one of the dogs that we absolutely love. She loves to go out for walks. She loves to play in the yard. She loves the pool. We have a kiddie pool in in the yard in the shelter. She always goes in there. It doesn't matter Mm -hmm. winter, summer, spring. She just wants to go in there. Um, She's just one of our favorite girls, and and we just would love for her to find home. And. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so she, where, is she, where is she living now um, with shelter? She's at the West Valley Animal Shelter in Chatsworth. Okay, so the West Valley. So if people uh, are interested in talking to her, I mean, to meeting her or seeing her, they could go and contact the West Valley Animal Shelter in Chatsworth. Um, yes. All right, so what are some questions you have for Laura? Um, I would love to find out from Zoe, you know, how, how life has been for her at the shelter. You know, kind of let us know what her experience is through her own words. Um, you know, it, last summer, it, she was signed off for euthanasia. And we're very lucky. She was in the yard with us, and, and I think somehow that changed everything for her. She's, that's why she's still here with us. Um, I would love to hear what kind of home would, would make her most happy. You know, does she want a pool? Does, does she? I mean, she seems to be really good with people and kids. And does she like having a kid? You know, be around kids in the home, or does she prefer to be with older people? You know, just things like that about her. Oh, oh nice! I love these photos that you posted of her. They just so show her personality and so much about her. You guys all have to check yeah. that out on our Facebook, which is Pet Psychic Radio, and you'll get more information too about where to find Zoe's. Where, where her ID number is at the shelter, too. Okay, let's get her. Zoe's my sister's name. <laughs> okay, okay, hold on. Zoe, are you listening? What do you think? I'm really excited to talk today. She said she really wants to tell you how your commitment has helped her. And all the other animals here. She says that you do such a good job of bringing people to see us. She's a bring together woman. So what she's saying is that when, so do you go there often? Because what she's showing me is that like you'll like sort of 
you know, you're happy to be there and that you'll be talking to other people when you're there as well. Is that true? Yeah, I'm there every weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Oh. Yeah, we have posters and flyers about Zoe. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. she said that you're also always showing people where to go. She just looks like you're, like, always, like, sort of directing people. <laughs> she says what she, what she really loves about you, that you're always full of smiles, and that when an animal has trauma, her eyes do a big scan of all the positive attributes. And then it gets us thinking more about the positive. And so then we all learn to look at the positives within each other. It's really interesting because you say that she's still shy around the other dogs, but it does sound like she's still communicating with them, even if she's at a distance from them. She's still like, communicating right. with them and talking with one another. Right, right. That she totally wants her home. She said she would love a home with a woman and a kid, like a single mom. I think a single mom would be so much fun. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Why do you think a single mom? Do you know of a single mom that visits? You know, Zoe. Why do you think a single mom? Why Why does a single mom interest you, and not a single dad, or not a family? Because single moms need dogs more. Did you meet a single mom that you like? I met a few of them, and I thought that's the kind of home I want to be with. Well, it's so cute. Aww. <laughs> Yeah, do you want to, of course, <laughs> that would be the awesomeness. And I want someone who would dress me up and I want someone to sing to me. That's why I think a kid would be really great. And she says some dogs she would be okay with. Oh. Like what kind? She says this year it's kinda hard to be with the trauma. What she's saying is that like like in the shelter, there's so many different facets of the dogs that there's like some with like trauma and and the trauma is like always at the surface. And so what she's saying is if she was in a different environment and around another dog and it was like sort of a calm environment, she might totally be okay. It's oh, just wow. that that it's like the it's overwhelming sort of at the shelter. Right. right, understandable, totally understandable. She says she likes happiness. Mm. And she likes sunshine and shade. She said she would love a yard with a shady tree. She says she also wants to tell us this. That what, what she's learned at the shelter is really remarkable. Because I've learned to trust. And I've learned to feel free in my body. And I've learned to be happy. And I just feel like my next home is going to be really great. Oh, 
I'm just curious because of what she says. I mean, like, is the shelter really like a happy place for them? Because it's a is it it's a county shelter you're talking about too, right? It's a city shelter. It's a city shelter, but I, I think, you know, we all try to bring the, you know, the positives for them, and they they give us so much too. You know, they're happy to see us, and it's kind of hard to be sad, you know, when they're also happy and excited to you and and, and spend time with you. So it's a it's that's a give amazing. and take. Amazing! I think that's amazing because you don't always get that sort of feeling from the animals at shelters. Right. It's a really it's a really good one. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone tries. Everyone tries. Um, I'm... Go ahead. What were you going to say? Go ahead. I was going to say, I, I don't want to, you know, make fun of Zoe, but she's gotten a little chunkier lately. Is she feeling okay? Oh. Zoe, did you hear? Yeah, I'm feeling good. Okay, good, good. Sometimes I like to feel chunky. Why do you like to feel chunky? Because it makes me feel like I got some good food. But you don't feel like more lethargic or anything? Or have any pains in your belly? No, I feel good. And anyway, I think I look really good. Yes, she does. Now I can go Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) All right. Well, Paula, thank you so much for being on our show. And you can find uh, Zoe at the West Valley Animal Shelter in Casper. And we'll have links to that on our page, on our Facebook page. Um, And again, Paula, thank you for all the work that you do and uh, connecting all the animals with their people. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, Paula. Thanks for coming on. Wow, isn't that cool? It's so cool. I can't. I know. And like, I just loved what Zoe was saying about her too. Yeah, she's so cute. Exactly. Oh my goodness. So, all right. Well, we're gonna go keep going on. Here are some calls. We have seven five five one again. When you get on, when I said you're on, you're just gonna go into. Your name, your animal's name, who they are, what they look like, and one theme, one question. Here we go. Seven five five one. And if they're on the air, go ahead. Yeah, hello. Uh, this is Nancy, and my dog's name is Buddy. He's eleven years old, and he's a Boston Terrier. Oh, cute. And what what do you want to ask, Buddy? Well, for his senior years, how can I, you know, help him to be happier and less nervous and um, I just want to make sure he's happy. <laughs> okay, let's get Buddy. Because he already knows what to say. I don't want a lot of nail trimming. He doesn't? Even though you want me to get them. <laughs> he better. <laughs> how, how is he with his nails getting done? Is he Okay. Yeah, he needs his nails trimmed now because I, I trim them, but they grow so fast. He doesn't like oh, it. He doesn't like it. And so, but like when you say he doesn't like it, does it trauma? So like, does he look traumatized or does he look like it's just like, just kind of annoying? Actually, um, I think it's interesting that it's one of the first things that he says. And so I kind of want to figure out why, because like, as you know, like, 
or you may know that like older dogs when they have when if they have longer nails it can throw their whole body off so it's really important to keep those nails trim because then his body his body can be more in balance when he walks and will keep his joints all safe um but what sometimes what bothers him and i want to figure out exactly why he said that if it's not like the obvious of like oh yeah he freaks out every time i do his nails because it might be that the nail trimming is actually hurting his joints when you when you cut his nails. So, because I always pay attention to the first thing that they say. So, like, what, like that's an interesting say, something to say to me. So, well, let me. You want me to get more information? So, buddy, honey, why is why don't you like the nails trimming? Do you know why you don't like them? My back thighs hurt when they get done. When you pull it out, my back thigh cramps up. I think it's the left back. So if you're pulling it out, like if you're pu- like trying to hold it to cut it, his thigh is cramping. Hmm. And my knee. And my knee, he said. He says that he likes the meat with a little bit of gravy on top. I'm sorry? I like he likes the food with a little bit of gravy, and he likes it smoother. It almost looks like literally chicken with gravy. Do you give him something like that? Actually, sometimes I do add some gravy, and he loves it. I can mm-hmm. see that. Yeah, that's what he wants. Mm-hmm. The other thing that he wants to tell you, I like sun, but not hot sun. Right. Sometimes the sun is really bright in my eyes. I like to do more shaded walks. Where are you guys located? In California, Sacramento. Oh, oh, okay. Um, And the other thing is bedtime really quiet. I don't want a lot of noise at bedtime. <laughs> Do you watch TV in bed or something? My husband does, unfortunately, sometimes, <laughs> and I don't like that at all. <laughs> I don't mean like that. Turn the TV off. Let's yeah, go to bed. <laughs> he says, my mom, I love you. Oh. And we have a really good family. Oh, good. <laughs> And I still want to go different places. So he still wants to go on different outings. He doesn't want to go on different oh. outings? He does want to go on different outings. He does. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, he had a lot to say. I Thank know. He had, list, he, had his, <laughs> he had his list ready, I think. I know. He was like, this and this and this. And, and gravy and outings and <laughs> he was listen to the show regularly. I know, right? Or his mom said, "Think about what you want to say, okay?" You can tell yeah. Laura we only got a little bit of time. He said, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> "So funny." So I was cute. I was driving by a um, a dog on my way here. Uh, I'm at my mom's house today, but I was driving here and I saw a dog on the freeway. It was a, um, like a pit, and he was looking out the window, and, like, our eyes met. And I was like, oh, hey, I'm doing a Pet Psychic radio show in a few minutes. You should call. 
<laughs> and I told him that, like, in my mind, and I was like, okay, I don't know if this is, I've gone crazy, or maybe, like, it'll work. I'm like, whatever, whatever kind of marketing I can do, awesome. I was like, tell I, your person. <laughs> I know, that would be so neat if they called in and they were like, hey, I was on the phone. <laughs> yeah, if anyone has a pit bull mix type brown mix uh, who's driving on the 405, today let us know that was me i told your dog to call into the show (laughs) all right stormy is laughing stormy what are you (laughs) laughing about i think that's so funny and great of i you think that's so great of i Oh, he has, a, he has a, a suggestion for you. He says that when you tell them that, to think about the computer. I did, so, actually. I I said to them, it's on the computer. You have to tell your person to log on to the computer on Blog Talk no. Radio. <laughs> I swear to God. I I mean, I said all this out loud as I'm driving. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Stormy's laughing again. <laughs> All right. Okay, our callers are waiting. They're like, oh, this is me. Um, okay, 1603, again, just tell us, go straight into who you are and your animal and all that stuff. 1603, you are on. Go ahead. Hi, this is Linda Thompson. Um, I've got the cat that's kind of a domestic short hair, um, black striped, white chest. She's with Grisman mm-hmm. in the picture. Um I'm wondering if Mommy wants to get another dog because she really loved Grisman. If Mommy wants to get – okay, Lynn, it's good to talk to you again, but I just – okay, Hi. she wants to – oh, Mommy's the kitty, right? Okay. Yeah. So um, so she wants to get another – oh, dog, because Grisman, who passed away. I got you. Yeah. Grisman looks like Stormy always. I always think of Stormy when I see his picture. Okay, let's get mommy. Mommy's so cute. Mommy, you got the cutest socks. I can't even take it in your cute little face. What you up to, little girl? Do you want another doggy? She said she's been giving this a lot of thought. She wants one that kind of drools a little bit. What do you mean that kind of drools a little bit? She says, like, a bigger one that kind of drools a little bit because she thinks it's so funny looking. Did Grisman <laughs> drool a little bit? No. No, he didn't? No. <laughs> did you know of another kitty once who did that drooling? Is that why, Mommy? Yeah, I did know a kitty who did that. Oh, wow. I'd like a big dog. Like, how big? Like, because you're small, because you're a cat, so big could mean, like, just bigger than you, or, do you, like, gigantic dog? What are you thinking? Like, really heavy. <laughs> and runs really slow. <laughs> she said a dog that if she ever batted, it would take a long time for the dog to turn around to go after her. Like a great, like a great Dane? 
Well, I mean, Great Dane, Luca plays with a Great Dane that can really sort of ju- run or jump around. Maybe like a Great Pyrenees or something. Uh, yeah, or, uh-huh. or, something. Or, like, or like a New, or like a Newfoundland or something. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> wow, so big. Not big, yeah. I don't know. Oh my. But are you ready for a we- big dog like that? Actually, I was kind of thinking, since I'm getting older, it would be nice to keep it under 50 pounds. <laughs> That's so funny. She wants you to add, like, 100 pounds onto that. So, yeah. mom wants me, like, a medium-sized dog. She doesn't really want a big dog. Because, like, when the dog gets older, she's and it, she's going to have to do a lot of lifting. And so it's hard to lift the dog when they're older. So she wants to get a medium-sized dog. Are you okay with that? Not really. I really want a big dog. You know what, Mommy? Maybe you should just meet the dog because maybe you'll find that you like a dog that's smaller. Maybe just, like, we kind of understand, though, you want one that's a little bit more slow-moving and it's not that prey-driven, it sounds like. You don't want a prey-driven dog, cat, dog. I want slow. I think that's more what it is, is that it's slow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, Mom's going to start looking, but it's going to be under 50 pounds, so it's going to be smaller than what, you, what you're looking for. She could get one that kind of looks like me. And she said that <laughs> she got one you got one that looked like her, everyone could be like your dog and cat look alike. <laughs> like, what is she? Kind of like a, so a Yeah, I don't know if the dog would actually look like her, but who knows? Maybe who a basset hound. Oh, yeah, maybe. That's and that would be cool. kind of moving, too. You know, they don't spin around really fast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, call us back when you get a new uh, family member. Okay, I will. Amazing. All right, thanks for talking to her. Bye, Lenny. All right, oh, here we go. What? Oh, I got to say one thing. Serafina came over, and she never comes over while I'm on the show. I got to ask her. Serafina, what do you want to say, honey? She thinks it would be so crazy to be as big as a dog. What do you mean? Like, yeah. big, you're bigger than Felix, so what do you mean? Like, Felix. Like, be as big as Stormy. Like, I'm a big cat, but as big as Stormy. That would be so fun feeling. Oh. So what do you think? Mommy is living vicariously through a big dog? Yeah, maybe I think so. That's so funny. I think she should be bigger. No. So, like, like, Stormy was having problems getting to his water, and so I... I'm sitting on the dog bed while I'm doing <laughs> the radio mm-hmm. show mm-hmm. with Stormy and like so that Seraphina's on my lap and Stormy's on the dog bed and all the animals are around. So a little different than at my desk. That's funny. Okay, well okay. shall we go to our next caller? I think so. Our next caller is one nine one nine, you're on. Go ahead. Hello? One nine. Oh, hi. Nine. Yeah. You're Sorry. On. I was on mute. Hi, Laura. Okay. Hi. hi it's there. Jeff. 
Hi again, it's Jeff, and my dog is Mickey. He's a corgi in his senior years. Oh, nice. And, yeah, we spoke. Oh, yes, Jeff, I remember. Yeah, we spoke before. I remember. So Yeah. And so, and I see you guys post on Facebook, and, and so what, Mickey is peeing in Jen's house? Yeah, he is. Um, he's uh -oh. also been having, like, accidents at home as well. And, uh, like, on the way to the elevator to go down to the street before we head out on the walks. But, oh, yeah, God, lately you know he's been peeing. Oh. Can Sorry. I ask, like, what, what kind of food is he on? Do you mind me asking? Um, Avoderm? Dry kibble? Oh, I don't know that one. Um, oh, I do know that one, but I, but, um, uh, okay, so let's get him. Let's get him and ask him. But it almost sounds like a urinary tract infection. Or like a kidney infection. Have you taken him to the vet? Uh, no, I haven't. It, it, actually, it it started up like when you talked to him last time. Like like what? the very next day. He just started peeing inside a lot more frequently, and he never does. And then he's had problems ever since. But oh at Jen's... At, <laughs> and then at Jen's place, it seems like it's not an accident, but more willful. At least that's my impression. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's ask him what's going on. Mickey, honey, do you, are you listening? Sometimes when I pee, it's because I can't hold it in. Oh, he says sometimes it does feel like it's coming out of him before he can stop it. And it gets on my thighs. The thing is, though, that we kind of thought that Maybe it might be like um like emotional, like when you're at Jen's house, you're peeing more indoors than you normally do. So it's only because my routine is off. So my peeing times have changed. I'm not doing it to be mean. says it has nothing to do with his friend and that they're friends. So he's talking about Jen's dog. Yeah. It doesn't have anything to do with her. Okay. That's Are you great. sure you're not just saying that? It's hard for me to stop peeing sometimes. Gosh, I wonder if you should get him tested. I think you should. Yeah, I might. Yeah, I might have to. Yeah. Yeah, and so do you notice? Is he drinking more water at all? Uh, you yeah, notice? he always drinks a lot. He always drinks a lot of water. Um, oh, he does. So, yeah, he's always drink a lot of water, and um, the way he drinks it is he drinks it all. He drinks the whole bowl, right, <laughs> like at a time. So it's not like he just takes in a little bit. So he takes in the whole. The whole bowl of it. Hmm. I maybe would give. I'd maybe like test his. Um. Give him, take him a urine analysis, but I might run a blood panel on him too, just to make sure he's not getting Cushing. Because sometimes with yeah. Cushing's, they drink a lot of water like that. Yeah. I had blood work done on him, and I think last year, like middle of last year yeah. or something like that, and he was fine. Oh. It all came back normal. Oh, he's fine. Good, good, good. And he was drinking that kind of water back then, too? 
Yeah, he was. T- he his pattern of drinking water hasn't changed. He's always drank a uh, lot of water and always drank it like in one big, you know, gorgeous. Uh, yeah, that's that's so interesting. I wonder there might be something going on with that. I might I might even like experiment with changing his food to like kind of like the food Jen feeds and see if the drinking of the water goes away. Because one of the things I noticed with Stormy is like there are some foods like I'll feed him and he'll get like really thirsty and he'll do that. He'll drink a whole bottle, but then other foods he doesn't drink that much. So I'd experiment. I mean, Adderm is a good food, but it does. I believe it has grains, isn't it? And so he might be having. I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's definitely a good brand of dog food. Yeah, I mean, digestion-wise, he's fine. He's not having problems yeah. with food, but yeah, he just drinks a lot of water when he when he eats. <laughs> it, it doesn't seem when to really matter eats, what kind of food I do so because um, since we last talked, I I've, I've been incorporating a lot of different kinds of food with him besides just oh, good. dry kibble, and good. Um, he still drinks a lot of water all the time. <laughs> yeah, huh? I would bring that up to your vet. Yeah, it's not. It's not normal. So that's why I'm saying, like, like it's not something that I hear often. Like, oh, some dogs are just like that. It's not. It's Typically, there is something going on when they drink a lot of water. So, I mean, okay. it's possible. Maybe that's just the way Mickey is. But it's also possible there's an underlying issue that nobody's caught yet because it really hasn't been that big of a deal because he's been able to kind of deal with it until he's, older and now he's having a harder time because now he can't hold it as long right uh, or maybe he was been pre-cushings and it hasn't showed up on the blood work but now maybe it will so if it's been a year i'd pull some more blood yeah and let us know thanks for calling in okay thank you okay, Mickey. It, it reminded me of uh ventura he used to get you know uh, drink a lot of water that I thought it was a psychological problem and I looked into that and there's a actual thing called polydipsia um, uh-huh. where you know people or animals or whatever they just drink it's like a mental thing where they drink a lot of water but then it ended up he had kidney problems so that oh. makes sense so yeah, what I so thought maybe- was a psychological thing it actually was a physical thing later on like uh, but they just didn't know until later isn't that interesting? Because I, I think that's true with the kidneys. It doesn't show up that they're failing mm-hmm. until a certain... Huh. I know I remember Ventura once said that you he was drinking water because you never drink water. Yeah, <laughs> remember? there was that too. So maybe he needs to drink water. Maybe dad needs maybe. to drink water. Maybe. But he is having a harder time holding it, that sweet little Mickey. So cute. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's Go straight to some more calls. Here we go. Uh, 2365. 2365, please go ahead. Tell us your name. Your animal's name. Lottie, go ahead. Hi, my name is Lori. Um, my dog's name is Sophie. She's a pop, she is a Pomeranian, but she she's crossed over um, a little more than a year ago. And I would just love to know... If, you know, if she's happy, if she's with me, if, if she's got something to say to me, if, if you know, if, how she might be coming through to me, things that I'm, you know, experiencing. Um, anyway, 
Anthony Yeah, and so she's a Pomeranian. She's passing. So can you remind? Can you tell me what she looks like? What's her? What 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 did she look yes. like when she was alive? Yes, what color? she was. She was black. She was a black Pomeranian. Um, she did mm-hmm. have um, some gold in her in her bib, and and her paws were gold as well. Oh, and she had a little. Cute. She had a little a skunky kind of tail. So she had this gray flip thing going up in oh. the back of her tail. It was so beautiful. Her eyes beautiful brown. Okay, and, that's and her better. Hair was, her hair, I was going to say her hair was kind of a silky. I'm not not like a big stand-up bear. It was more silky. Oh, cute. Let's get her. Hold on. She says that she's with a great dad figure. And he takes care of me a lot. Do you know who that would be? A great dad figure, I would think, is like either a dad who's like really awesome or it could be like a grandpa or a great grandpa. Do you know? Oh wow. Um there's been no Is your dad no, uh, my my dad and is so, still alive. So it could be like a grandpa or a great grandpa of yours and Sophie didn't need to know them in life in order to see them on the other side. Okay. I guess it's possible it's my, uh, yeah, uh, my grandpa, my dad's dad. I never knew my mom's dad. (laughs) Well, here, hold on. She says that the reason why she wanted to tell you that she's with the great dad is because, because um, he wants, her dad to know that he's really good at taking care of small creatures in heaven. Wants whose dad to know that? Well, it's really interesting. If it's your, if it's your dad's dad, sorry, this is getting so complicated, but I almost feel like through Sophie, he's hijacking her, <laughs> her session or her uh, communication. Cause what it sounds like is if it's your dad's dad, he wants your dad to know that he's really good at taking care of small creatures in heaven and that he's also playing a lot of games in heaven. So which could just mean that your dad, he's trying to tell your dad that maybe if he wasn't good at taking care of kids or whatever, he's trying to say that he's good at taking care of them now, like he's working on himself and that he's playing. Uh, I don't know, but it's a, it sounds like it's a message for your dad. Okay. Cause I wonder if it could be my mom's dad of which was, uh, I've never met. My mom doesn't even like her dad, but maybe, uh, yeah, maybe he's trying to do right by, you know, maybe. Nobody. Yeah. So, yeah, so what happens is when that come, when they come in this way, you'll probably kind of get another sign somewhere else to know exactly who it is because they'll be around you trying to stress it more. So be open to seeing more signs of who it might be. She says uh, the other thing that she wants to tell you is that I sit with you all the time. I curl up in your arms and in your legs. And I look up at you, and you pet me, 
and we're in full love together. So what she's saying is that she, um, that in heaven, uh, she sits on your lap and you guys stare at each other and love on each other. And even like on earth, you know, she, her spirit will come and do that with you. Oh, will she, will she ever come back to me in another body? She says, mom, she would like, to, I would like to, but I don't feel like it yet. Because I'm learning. And she says she's learning how to be around people who kick a lot of things. Do you have kids and grandkids by any chance? I have a lot of grandkids. <laughs> because I think what she's saying is that she's practicing being around little ones. So that when she comes back, it will be really easy for her to be around a bunch of kids and grandkids. That would make sense because she didn't like really being around them before. <laughs> oh, she didn't. So uh, she's practicing that now so that when she comes back, she'll be good. Oh, that's me. That could happen. That's I mean, awesome. they, yeah, sometimes they say oh. not for a while, but it can be already set in motion. Right. Oh, that's cool. Wow. Well, thank you for calling in, and please call us back. All right. Well, it is time for Words of Wisdom by Storm King and Friends. Oh, Stormy. yay. Stormy's been a, a lot of people's favorite, favorite part of the show. Go ahead. Favorite part of the show, bud. What do you want to say? I just want to say everybody should know how to love. And if you're having problems with loving people, concentrate on loving your animals. You don't even, you don't always need another person to love. Animals can fill that for you. And then when you feel good about yourself, maybe you can start to love people again. Nice words of wisdom, Stormy. <laughs> Very good, Stormy. I really think that's important. I know, you Stormy. Know? It sounds it sounds like you've been around people who are not getting along or something, or like you, that you you'd be like a good breakup dog. <laughs> right? Yeah, he's like a marriage and family therapist dog. I know, right? <laughs> That's so cute. Well, thank you, Stormy. And for all of our listeners, uh, you'll be here again next week without me, I guess, right? That's right. Unfortunately. Yep. My schedule's been a little bit wonky this lately, so... Uh, so we won't be here next. We'll, we'll be. You'll be here next week at the same time. But should we say what we're doing after yeah. that? Yeah. Sure. Okay. So okay. So next week we're going to be here at noon. But then the following week we are not going to be here. So we'll have this whole schedule like posted on our web page and everything else. Mm -hmm. And then in March, our first week of March, we're going to start a new time so we won't be here at noon on thursdays anymore but we're going to be here at 6 30 p.m pacific standard time on thursdays so it'll be an evening For an hour show. and a half maybe 
for an hour and a half. half. Mm -hmm. Yep. We'll have more calls, more time to chat and discuss and get into stuff, um, you know, in the evening time. Yeah, we're excited about it. We're very excited about it, and uh, it's going to be super fun. The show's going to be, you know, getting a revamp. It's going to be great. And I guess uh, if you didn't get on this week, don't fret. Call in next week. We try to get to as many people as we can. Um, Until then, you can always uh, go to thepetpsychic.com for more tips on animal communication, as well as private consultations with Laura the Pet Psychic. And don't forget to like us on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. That's where all the information about our schedule change and any kind of cool little tips and meetings Laura has, that will be posted there. And if you're not following us on Twitter, please do so at the Pet Psychic. And we also have that as an Instagram page. So we'll see you all next week. And uh, change is coming up very soon. But next week we'll be here at noon. All right. You good, Laura? All righty. That's good. I'm excited. All right. Talk to the animals, everyone. Bye, everyone. Talk with the animals.